0: Welcome back to the Dad's Unplugged podcast, episode nine, where we have our first guest from the UK. We're extremely excited. Uh, We're going international. And my name is Nelson Osorio, your co host here
1: with my co host, Sean Pace. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hello, Nelson. Good to see you again. It's been a day since we've talked. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we're excited to have John Lashley on the podcast today, our first guest from the great mother kingdom our biggest ally for the United States Uh, John is actually a uh, originally from the United States and has been in in the UK for a number of years you'll hear more about his story here here in just a quick minute but he is an entrepreneur owner of the brownie the Brooklyn brownie company located in the UK and unfortunately we cannot get any of it because whatever reason customs keeps stealing it and also a father to an amazing young man who partners in a lot of his videos online, which are pretty funny. Uh, John, welcome, please, to the show today.
2: Oh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's a great intro. I like that. It sounds
1: professional. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. We actually got a compliment on our intro. That's great, considering I messed up many times. Hey, uh, John, would you mind telling a little bit about yourself and uh, who you are and as a father, uh, kind of how things are going for you right now?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, who I am? Uh, well, currently I'm a dad of a 13 year old, and um, I'm enjoying life for the first time in many, many years. That's that's with mostly with work, because unfortunately, it seems like even though how educated guys get, we are always seem to be identified with our work. It's intrinsic to a male almost, you know what I mean? Even if you're like, oh yeah, I'm one of those Metro dudes. It's just like, yeah, but at the end of the day, what's your net worth? Um, Or what job do you have? Or what position do you hold in society? And I've had that. I've had that for years, man. I I had to prove all that to my mom because she's a a, a traditional Caribbean woman, uh, Guyana, South America. She moved up to America uh, and then had me. Um, my dad was the yin and yang situation. He was Irish, German, uh, North Shore, New York, uh, white boy born and bred uh, on the North Shore and met my mom and they just merged, man. They were just perfect. You know, he was like a little hippie and she was a bit of a, uh, a dictator. <laughs> 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 so he created, you know what I mean? This, this artistic businessman, you know what I mean? Um, there are some really, really confused children. Um, yeah, so for years, constantly trying to impress mom with dad, constantly going, "Be happy with yourself," you know. Um, and finally, I've uh, I've done it. I've just become happy with myself. One of, one of those reasons I tell a lot of people is uh, I read an article about what was it six years ago. Um, I had Sergey Brin in it. With Sergey Brin, you know, one of the owners of Google, and uh, it talked about his dad and his, his relationship with his pops. And uh, at the end of it, it explained how his dad is uh, ashamed of him because he never became a math professor. Wow. And I was just like, yo, it's just immigrant parents. They're insane. (laughs) I was just like, I can't deal with this, man. (laughs) So uh, I was just like, that guy is worth like stupid cash, Uh, is the owner of the internet, basically. And uh, his pops is like, he never went to his full potential. He's not a math professor. Um, so I was just like, you know what? You can't That's please everybody, especially some parents. It's mind blowing. When you yeah. look at it like that, I'm not even near anything like that. I'm just like, yo, same dynamic. It's crazy. Enjoy my life because it's a short one. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, as a technical individual, because that was my background, I went into computer graphics. Uh, I was supposed to be a structural engineer. Um, mm-hmm. But I just couldn't, like. I didn't dig straight lines, didn't like math, uh, so we went into computer graphics. Uh, really excelled in that, took a lot of night classes when I was 11, 12. Uh, my mom, she enrolled all of us into university. Uh, at an early age, she found like a loophole. Um, and she, she, yeah, it was a loophole in community college. There isn't anything that says you have to be 18 or graduate high school. Uh-huh. Um, so she sent all of us to Nassau Community College uh, for night classes and we'd take maybe like two or three classes a semester and, uh, and whatever was our, our field, you know, that we wanted to go into. So I was fortunate enough to talk her into art and things of that nature, but she still wanted me to do programming, um, certain amount of mathematics and things of that nature, but nothing stupid. My sister, my little sister, she's the one who had uh, all those real stresses because she's an aerospace engineer and works for DE. Oh, my God. All, at, all, of, <laughs> all of my shortcomings had to go to her. John, <laughs> she, as
0: you're talking, it's like you're setting the bar higher and higher and higher. And I'm like, what am I supposed to say after he's done? <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, that's, that's, look at it now. I mean, oh, this is the thing I talk about, I mean, you know, you go into all this stuff, because I went into the whole corporate advertising and all that nonsense. Uh, it's nonsense now, but it's just like you do all that stuff, you get to your glass ceiling, and you know, you flutter around in the whole commercial world, you're working for, you know, um, Coca-Cola, you're working for uh, Jaguar Land Rover, all these big brands and and you're moving things two pixels, you're having meetings about meetings about meetings about things that have no real sense. And you're just like, you're watching money get burned. Mm. And then finally, something huge happens in your life and you have to pivot. And this is where I guess, our situation started. And I started really living again, uh, by pivoting, moving my jobs from something that really wasn't making me happy, even though I I trained so long in it, uh, am an expert in it as considered a consultant in that. Um, and I, I just pretty much used all those life skills, everything that I learned and became happy with the path that I was taking, which was baking brownies with my son. Um, and in all honesty, it's not just baking brownies. It's is creating something that I know he could run with after I'm gone um, mm-hmm. and he could choose to run with it, or he could choose to just utilize it as an asset or a pool of money to fund his dreams and goals. Um, and that's the best thing before just getting a check is one thing uh, from a business, but, you know, being able to have this thing that could fund his life um, after I'm gone is huge weight off of my mind, especially, you know, now that his mom's gone.
0: Mm. John, can I ask you at, uh, being raised by parent, especially your mom, where she was so education focused and mm. kind of planning things out and having this extreme career focus, how how is that with your son? Like, are you consciously trying to do the opposite, or consciously trying to say, you know what, let me let you find your own path, or do you kind of see some of your mom's techniques coming out in in your parenting?
2: um no 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 no. Uh, the thing is uh, it's not like a conscious thing i just knew what i disliked um i knew the thing was there was a point when i was a teenager and then you had to get out and start dating and all that stuff and i was the first boy that she raised that age she had girls you know my sisters who she raised to whatever age but they didn't have the same urges and stuff <laughs> like boys at a certain age what you know what i mean and uh <laughs> And I was just all about the loopholes, man. I was just like, right, so what are the parameters set forth? And it was all about straight A's, honors, this, that, and the other, whatever path I chose. So I chose the more artistic path instead of the engineering path um, and, and you know, computer graphics, this, that, and the other. All the courses that I was taking, I realized what I had to do, and I was like, this is it, right? This is all I have to do, make sure I get bring home to give grades because I wasn't working. Uh, and, yeah, man, I just did that, and I just clubbed, like, Nobody else ever did that. It was just like, because the thing is, I've always looked like this. So I was just like, I, I, you know, at the age of what, 16, I was a bouncer at this club. They didn't even know my age. I was a what? bouncer with New York City police officers. You know what I mean? <laughs> guys who were like off duty. And these guys, I remember my first. Uh, I I had my first 22nd birthday in that place. They threw it for me. And I was just like 16 at the time. I was like, oh my God, if these crazy (laughs) cops knew my age, I would catch such an ass whooping. Um, But it was just like, it was the greatest time of my life, man, because I was able to chat about this. I could always pull out my college uh, ID. And they were like, yo, John's going places. He's doing things. Johnny's doing it. It was just like, it was the most fun new york thing that i could have been able to do and i was able to get away with it because i was just like mom i'm still turning over good grades um now with my son i don't want to have him to be like okay these are the parameters set forth um i lead by example he knows how hard i work um Mm -hmm. and he knows how hard we work to get where we are with with his business and he knows the amount of effort we put in per day uh equates to x amount of sales Um, he sees it it's as clear as day and we have the formula x amount of posts or x amount of engagement online uh, yields x amount of of turnover and uh, that he sees that he knows you know the cause and effect situation so he's not somebody who's willing to be lazy Um, it's shocking at times he comes downstairs and I'm like Hey, what have you been up to and then he shows me something on his phone uh like a, a rotoscope project that he's been working on or some sort of animation and i didn't even know he was going into that bit and then i look at it and i dissect it and i'm like how did you do this oh, i did it in photoshop well you could have done it easier in after effects let me get that for you because you know with a cloud license blah blah I show him on my computer uh, and then he's like ah, okay yeah it is easier um and then he goes and implements that um i never try to force anything onto him. I, in my head, I'm kind of thinking, you know, why are you gonna have computer graphics? Um, but uh, from what I hear him doing upstairs and listening in and seeing what he's doing, he's going a little bit more into the technical aspect. So he's a little bit more interested in AR, AI, uh, virtual reality um, and programming. So I'm, I'm very happy with those decisions. Um, I wouldn't shove it down his throat like, okay, now we have to go and train for this or train for that. Uh, I will just help fund whatever he's, he's interested in. That's about it.
0: Thanks. Yeah, that, that gives a lot of clarity. I mean, it's it's always interesting to hear like I, I'm Dominican from the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. my parents, Caribbean parents, right. Immigrant parents, like you said, and really? and it's interesting to hear just there's a level of strictness, a level of, and it's, it's, it's all rooted in love. Like I want you to be more successful than, than I was. That's really where it comes from. But it also kind of takes away your own identity. Like, well, what do I want? Does that even matter in this entire equation? Uh, So Mm -hmm. to hear that, that you're giving your son that, that kind of freedom with guidance, which, which is a perfect kind of formula. um, It's nice. It's nice to hear.
2: Yeah, man, it, it, it's it's a funny one, you know, because when you try to explain it to some of your, well, back in back in the states, of my American friends, um, and then some of now over here, like some of my British friends, uh, it, it's interesting. Britain, I think, is a little bit more of a. Uh, of a melting pot where you have a lot more Afro-Caribbeans and Caribbeans uh, and just people from all different areas of Europe as well. So once again, immigrants. Um, it's only the kind of Brits you have to explain this weird dynamic to um, where the larger majority, they're kind of like, oh yeah, I mean, you, know, you have Polish, you have everybody else uh, who, who understand parents who slap you and that you have to prove your you know and, and like you said it's all about love they just don't want you to struggle as they did mm. that's it no parent wants to see their kid struggle um and they kind of go i got to this level and uh, you know i'm just making ends meet or i'm making this happen i know if you became a doctor an engineer or this or that you'll be so much better off. And it's kind of like, you might be, but right. it's not really what you wanted to do. Mm. And maybe it wasn't what you were put on this earth to do. You know what I mean? So wow. it's crazy. You know, it's kind of like with all the degrees I have and everything, I turned down a PhD at 21. Um, with all the degrees I have, and there was a point when I was really getting upset and going insane because the whole Mr. T thing, uh, because I am the world's only professional Mr. T lookalike. Um, I was wait, going what crazy wait yeah, wait wait yeah. wait wait wait
1: you can't just like <laughs> skip completely. I mean, I've got notes already going. You can't That's... skip over that.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that like, <laughs> came out of came out of nowhere. Man. That's awesome. I was, like, uh... It's weird. It's a surreal one. I was working at Ragdoll. You know, the guys who made Teletubbies. Okay. Um, so they made Teletubbies. I was working on uh, in the Night Garden. I don't know if that came over to the States or not. But it was their next big show. Um, and there was a runner there, and she was having her 21st birthday. Then she said, oh, I'm having a 21st birthday. It's a dress-up party. Can you guys come? It's an the, the 80s dress-up party. So I was like, what what are you talking about? Um we don't dress up at the same. Time. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was just like, I bought you a gift, Here you go, kid. And she was like, no, 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 it's called a fancy dress party. Everybody does it. So I was like, so ended up going as Mr. T. Uh everybody at the club kept taking pictures with me. The owner Kept taking photos of me as well. And it was getting a bit creepy. Then asking me for my <laughs> phone number. I was just like, mm. uh, yeah, exactly. And then he asked me for my email address. He wanted to send all the pictures. And I was like, dude, what is your problem? He's like, look, man. He's like, there's a thing in the UK called a lookalike. He's like, you have to do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, we kind of have those in the States. It's a bit, nah, it's a bit, you know, like a clown, hired clown coming mm-hmm. to your house. I was like, no, no, no. He's like, no, no, no. Look, man, just do it. Just do it. And I was like, okay. And then after that, the day after, uh, he sent me all the images by email, and I just took them as blasé as that took all of them, forwarded them to the top like six Google searches uh, for lookalike. The following week, I was working for Asda, which is Walmart, uh, doing a commercial for them. Then Drayton Manor, which is kind of like a Six Flags, I did a commercial for them. And I was just like, I felt this for like the biggest imposter ever, because I was just like, this, <laughs> what? <laughs> What is this? <laughs> but, but but the thing is, it's like you know, you go there not knowing anything or anybody, and the craziest thing is, those two first gigs are the guys who I call brothers now because we ended up doing Britain's Got Talent together, which is like America's Got Talent, and then we toured the UK, toured a bit of the world um, uh, for about a year, and it was it was kind of crazy. It was really really crazy. Um, but when you when you have all your degrees and everything else and you're like, okay, I make X amount a, a day uh, when I do freelance or when I do consulting. And then you put on your hair unit that you get from like hair, hair director guys in America, you put on your chains, you put on your feather earring and you, you're, quitting, you're, at me, you're screaming and everything else. Everybody's like, okay, John, can you sit down? Um, and, and the gig is this, I hope it's not too much. Um, you're gonna eat a steak and they're just gonna take some pictures of you. I'm just like, okay, that sounds kind of reverse. Uh, but then you're like, okay, how much? They're like, oh, they're, just, they're gonna pay five grand. I'm like, oh, okay, for how long? Fifteen minutes. I'm like, to eat a steak. Yeah. So there was a point when I got really, yeah. I don't know. I just got really annoyed with life. You know what I mean? But then there was the best time when I was talking to my sister because she was just like, John, what are you talking about? She was like, you take this as a blessing and you just accept it and you just work with it. It's just another string to your bow. And after she kind of gave me that wake up call of you're not losing your identity. Uh, You're able to embellish your pictures. You're able to make everything look cooler because you're a visual effects artist um, to make your promo look ridiculously good. Um, She said, you know, just ride that shit until the wheels fall off, son, you know what I mean? Make that money. If somebody wants to make you five grand for eating a damn steak, you make that money. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know but then again that's the whole intrinsic thing where you're valuing your job roles in society you know what i mean are you thinking somebody's thinking something about you and she was like look stop thinking that nonsense and just go do you she's like would you rather be in an office for over 12 hours you know talking to a team or trying to explain a team the stuff that you need or do you guys like go eat a steak for 15 minutes and i was like yeah, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. a no-brainer. <laughs> that's exactly. Once you played it out, I was like, "All right, whatever." And then that's when I became a little bit more flexible, just in life, just going. You know what? I'm going to go where I'm not as stressed, and uh, I can make potentially a little, you know, more money. Um, and then I was willing to do that role, like cruise around for a year doing that, back and forth between uh, visual effects and that, uh, go on different game shows, uh, being a striptease. Uh, then it led to me being a bodyguard, guarding a president, um, some royalty, and uh, and then yeah, uh, now I'm baking brownies.
0: Yeah, my wife can't listen to this episode because she's gonna just look <laughs> at me and go, "You're such a loser." Can't be more like that guy. Is I'm she like, sitting next to you right now as
1: you say she, that? <laughs> she's sometimes in the same room with him. <laughs> Oh man, she, she's <laughs> working from her office at work. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just had to clarify, <laughs> clarify that for John. Usually sometimes she's in the next door to him and he's talking it's and she'll such such sometimes comment. Good. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, so I, I have a I have a serious question for you, John. If I can let me know, bro. If I can if I can ask. So since it might be some other dads that could be either going through or have gone through what <clears> what you have, if I if I may ask, is as a single parent, um, you'd mentioned briefly that, that you're Your wife had passed. How how did, I would assume, and I'm sorry for assuming, I would would feel that would be such a big change in in parenting as as a whole. Um, How, as you've gone on this path, what are some of the things that you've realized or had someone teach you to be the best parent you can to be your you know, the little dude's herself, yeah. only parent. And as you improve yourself, that makes you a better parent for him as he mm. has had to go through this journey and his own degree of losing his mom.
2: Yeah. I don't. Well, the crazy thing, it was it was so abrupt. The whole situation, nobody writes a rule book for a dad or the other parent who's left behind. Um, Leo's mom, um, she was a clinical uh, psychiatric nurse for over 10 years. Um, and she committed suicide on July 29th, 2019, uh, July 27th, 2019. Uh, and it was a shock to everybody because a year kind of go, this is the person who's supposed to save everyone. And, uh, you know, and you shouldn't be doing this. Um, so that was a bit of a break with everybody's brains um, and not understanding it. I got it, I got it because of the years of being with her before we separated uh, and realizing there was no outlets for her. She would come home and I'd be the outlet. Um, And then I realized that there was no debrief uh, team or person that these just basically nurses or, or uh, people who are working with but people with real severe issues. You know, once a week, she'd come home and be like, that was a girl hanging. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. And she's not supposed to tell me these things, but she had to, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sitting there like, uh, I'm pushing pixels. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, after a while, you know, I had to tell her, I, was like, I can't deal with these things. I don't really want to hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I re- uh, you know I, i'm not i'm'm I'm not'm I'm not a mental health nurse because of that I, I don't want to hear him really um because it'll go on for like two hours and I was like I just really want to enjoy my wife yeah uh, and yeah that became a bit of a blocker um and yeah i i, I looking at it I could see why you know the the, the system failed her mm-hmm. uh, the system really did because there was no body for her to debrief with or to share her real pains with or all the stuff that she had to ingest and take in from work um so yeah when that had to be dropped on leah it was there's no rule book man i just reached out to all my closest friends the guys who i call my brothers and they all started calling me that within two minutes you know what i mean uh and lucky the the one who called me First was one of the older ones and uh, one of the more caring ones. And the the best advice he told me was um, never have, you know, arguments. But he's kind of said this to me before, but he kind of reiterated with Leah. He said, get him out of the house when you tell him. He's like, because you never want any pain, trauma or strife within your home. Uh, he's like, so he said, you don't want him to be in the living room and think that this is the time when dad told me. Mm-hmm. So in knowing that, that whole night, I stayed up just watching my son and, you know, and I was just watching because I knew after I tell him he's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to enjoy him at the state he was. Um, and then, yeah, the next day I, I, I shared the news with him, you know, when we went out. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a tough ride, man. It was a really, really tough ride. But I have to tell you, that the best thing that you can do is communicate. Um, and nobody wrote, like I said, nobody writes a rule book um, to how to be a guy. But I can tell you that I'm not the best communicator. Uh, naturally, men aren't the best communicators. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew that you better communicate effectively right now, John. Throw down all the goddamn walls, whatever you're feeling, open up to your boy and you guys hopefully heal together. Um, mm-hmm. That's just what I did. Man. Um, there was no, nothing off limits. We, we talked about a lot of things um, and it's just effective communication. And now when I look back at it, it works in everything. It works in business. It works in relationships It works with family. Mm-hmm. Um, Communication is usually the biggest thing that breaks down all of those things if you can't do it effectively. Um, and and ego. Um, with that loss, I, I lost a hell of a lot of ego, man. I uh, really did. Uh, and there was a lot of remorse, a lot of going all the way back to, you know, if we didn't split, if, if uh, you know, if this point didn't happen then, that um, mm-hmm. I had to work around and kind of go, you know what? This is a the situation, there is no going back. Uh, and we can only work with the future. That's the only thing I could actually change, you know, uh, and then here and now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, don't try to fully, bl- don't blame yourself, work with what you have and try to communicate as effectively and honestly as you possibly can, especially when there's something traumatic as that happens. Um, and just love, man, love will mm-hmm. really get you through.
1: Wow. So, I'm, I'm so honored and I can say this for anyone listening mm-hmm. that you you shared the story and a little bit, just a fraction of what you went through and what your son was. And it's a great advice to not um, have that kind of moment in a familiar place into something else. So it's not relatable all the time. That's, that's just, yeah. that's, an um, that's, yeah, that's great. I mean, I think that can go with a lot of a lot of other things. Yeah. And my, my girlfriend posted kind of about the same subject today yeah. about the people in mental health and everyone views them as being, these such solid rocks and sponges and, and there's right. They're more sponges. And there was someone else that had, was a doctor of psychotherapy and had his practice and, and had committed suicide in 2019 as well. And it was just, no one mm. saw it because yeah. they they, mm. the outlet for so many of them um, is usually the closest person to them. And that's not, yeah. I would feel not the right or the, the most uh, effective outlet for them so yeah. yeah i mean you brought up a great point and i man, honored um thank no, you so I'm much never. for for sharing that with us
2: today i well, mean we're pretty open about it because we, we think that the whole suicide is a huge taboo man over in the uk i don't know how it is i haven't checked the stats in america but like um 84 guys every week kill themselves here in the uk um it's a crazy statistic um so it, it suicide is a huge thing it's just you could be talking to your friend or whatever and i just like yeah i'm all right mate and then you find out later that they kill themselves um yeah. and it, it's crazy it's crazy man and it's once again just down to communication um so when we started talking openly on our channel which is just selling brownies um just about life and this is when we became known as like the disruptors in the bakery area because mm-hmm you don't do this. You, you just talk about cupcakes or you just talk about your product. Um, we suddenly got this weird following, starting to follow us and they were just like, yo, ooh, yeah. Um, and before Corona, you know, people were coming over buying stuff and just hugging. And I'm like, "Yo, we, we don't, you know, my, my mom or my, my dad committed I mean, like to this age and you're just so relatable and it's just so good that you're talking. Uh, and we just realized we just need to talk more. And we th- we wanted more people to talk and communicate with us. We've had people DM us and, and say how down they were feeling and that mm. they wanted, they were thinking about ending their lives and, and things of that nature. And it was just been nice to know that not that we've been able to stop them, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, this is our thing, but no, that we've been able to give them an outlet to let them know that we're here to listen and really listen because, you know, we'll start doing voice notes, we'll get their phone number, chat back and forth check in um and they they really become not just followers but family um and it's 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 a strange it's not strange it's a unique system we have we don't have customers we have extended family uh corona got in the way of a lot of crazy things we we're gonna have you know because as an american you know huge backyard we're gonna have barbecue parties we're gonna have a whole bunch of fun you know what i mean we love feeding people um and, uh, but yeah, I kind of got in the way, but that's why we got the ambu- ambulance so we can go to them in a way. Um, a lot of people were like, Oh, it's a way for you guys to sell. And we're kind of like, me and Leo, we looked at it and we were like, no, man, that's a way for us to meet people. You know what I mean? We wanted to bring our fun to different neighborhoods, the people who have supported us. Um, We know that, yeah, it's a given. It's it's an entity that can uh, be a business within itself. But our direct-to-customer thing um, is is working so well uh, via online um, that we can have some fun for a while with this Mm. vehicle. Um, And we can bring the party that we were supposed to have at our home to our friends um, and that's what we intend to do man it's not just all about like her buy our product now the amount of free stuff we've, we've sent out to people um, just chatting to them online and just hearing that, that you, sometimes when you're doing voice notes you're chatting to people that way um, number one is alien they're like yo you've got x amount of followers and you're, you're responding to me we respond <laughs> to almost everybody yeah. wow. Um because we're not like that man and then when we respond with our voices they're like oh my god you're like american man. And i'm like yeah i'm american he's half american um and then when they start chatting back and forth you can hear the subtle sadnesses sometimes in people's voices or you know they're not having a good day and you're just like yo have you signed up to our you just lie have you signed up to our whatever and they're like oh no and then they go on the website they sign up on your end, you can see the t- their name has just popped up and they were signed up, put all their details. And then you're just like, send them a couple boxes of brownies for nothing. You know what I mean? And it's just like, sometimes when you get that message back later in the week, the people are in tears and they're just like, I, why? And I'm just like, well, why not? You know what I mean? That's my thing, but why not? Mm, you man. know, uh, it's a hell of a lot nicer to put smiles in people's faces. That's what we say, man. Um world's a wow. beautiful place when you do that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, John, I'll tell you, you know, when you mentioned communication, the I think one of the things Sean envisioned, probably without even knowing, is that we'd have a platform where we want to just hang out and talk and get to know. Other people's situations. So for you to share something so personal, um, you know, it's wonderful because, like, like you said, someone else is going to be able to hear it, and just that camaraderie within those scenarios of tough challenges allows people to be comfortable enough to reach out and to open up when maybe they weren't, um, and and they can be honest with themselves and and feel that pain that they've been hiding for so long. So yeah. you know, it's it's amazing to hear. Not just that you're communicating with people, but like you said, you're you're giving people free products, sending them gifts, you know, brightening up their day just because
2: that's who you are. You so that's to. that's awesome. You know, you got to, bros. You know what I mean? You guys know how it is. I mean, with, with your communication, you guys want to bring examples to other people that's the gift that you're going to be giving so people can hear and have an outlet and realize oh this is how that person overcame that challenge um because nobody writes the rule book you know when these things happen you're looking out the window and your neighbor's still gardening the guy across the street is still going to work you know it's that when things when tragedy like real tragedy happens i think well in my head we referred back to movies, you know what I mean? And you're, you're expecting that Hollywood pause, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that ripple, you know what I mean? It's just like, everything's frozen, but no, not. And that's the, that's the most traumatic thing in your brain. You're like, yo, why are you understanding, man? Do you know what just happened to me? No, they don't. Your neighbor don't know. Cause you didn't tell them, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. guy across the street's going to work cause you didn't tell him. you know, when I shared it with my neighbor, he was just like, these guys started tearing up and he was like, was oh, there anything you need me to do, man? And all this stuff. And it was just like you know, he was holding his wife. Later, she came over, knocking. You know, the 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 lady across the street. She she could, she started taking Leo to school. Um, and you know, added you know anything to help. Suddenly, the community, the small court that we we're in, they all just became a larger family to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was just I realized that at that time, you know, don't don't be a turtle. You know what I mean? Open up, man. You gotta be a flower. Open up because there's resources out there when you open up. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you can do is clam up, man. Um, there's so many people out there who just want to help and the littlest things can help. You know what I mean? Taking uh, your son to school in the morning with their daughters because they all go to the same school. It, it helps because guess what? Mm-hmm. Now he's got two really close friends as well around his age mm-hmm. and uh, they're able to open up on a different level. No matter what, being a dad, he ain't going to open up to me with everything. You know I mean? Right. We could try to be as cool as we possibly can, um, but that's just ain't, right. You know, think back to it. Yeah, my dad was awesome, but I didn't tell him half the things I got up to. But my friend, yeah, I do it. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's got to be open. It's got to be open well, and you, honest. And-
1: man, you just, you, you bring up from the start of the of the podcast, even before we, we were laughing and, and stuff, and even to, to right now, you bring up the fact that we are more than what we do. And there's this, and as, as long as I followed you on, on social media and we've had some conversations in Clubhouse and, and via I mean, I didn't know all of this about you. And I you have taught me to do even better to look past what someone's role is and for work or what they appear for life, to know the person deep within. And I, I appreciate that. And thank you for that lesson for selfishly for me and hopefully for, for other people um, as well. I mean, Nelson and I have never met in person. We met on Clubhouse. Oh, and sick. yeah, it's he's in. He, I have so many people that ask us, like, have you guys known each other for like 10, 15 years? I'm like, we've known yeah. each other for about 10 weeks. Um, and cool. he's halfway across the US. Um, but to hmm. meet you all the way across the pond and for your story and for what you're sharing, it, it helps, I believe, make the world even smaller for people to understand you know what? Just because someone's in a different country, if we can try to hold space, be open to listening, and like you said, communicate better, um yeah, we can know everyone has their own challenges, and we don't know until we start to talk. So, John, man, right there, I, I appreciate you for being on. No,
2: bro, no, any, any, yeah, any <laughs> I mean, if anybody ever wants to reach out, anybody listening. Um, or if any you two are feeling a bit down, yeah, I just get in touch or just, just want to say what's up. I wish your brownies could come to the states. <laughs> what's, with these, what's with these customs offices? They sell the product, goddammit. But uh, US no, yeah,
1: customs, as much as you guys laugh about you know, lumber me more expensive than cocaine right now, um, please stop stealing the brownies from the Brooklyn <laughs> Brownie Company so we can get them to the
2: rest of us. Exactly, oh, Roger. I, I'm, I'm telling you, they, they're just rinsing the product. <clears throat>
0: so so john as we kind of come to wrap things up just one or two questions we typically ask every dad um last time i got a pretty good response from this question and i'd like to hear your thoughts what what advice would you give yourself if you were able to have a conversation when you were 17 like knowing what you know now what you've been through you run into yourself at 17 what what's one piece of advice you'd
2: give yourself oh um buy all the bitcoin <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yes buy the bitcoin uh purchase into google <laughs> purchase into apple <laughs> uh, and uh and hold on to that idea because oddly enough when i was when I was a 17 i uh my sister was this crazy religious lady, you'd look back and go, which oh, she's a bit early, but she loved clubbing. So she loved converting women on the dance floor. Um, it was the weirdest thing ever. Okay. Uh, but this is once again, this, this strict mom thing, you know what I mean? And uh, Ellie was a real religious girl and everything else. Uh, so she'd go out clubbing and she'd meet people and she'd go and save them. Um, but these girls, they'd meet me and uh, I'd look at them and I be like, hmm, I don't know if it's you girl. And uh, yeah, I ended up um, <laughs> running. <laughs> one of the largest escort digital escort agencies online because nobody knew I was a 17 year old. Whoa. So uh, wow. <laughs> oh, but the problem was I took my dad's social security number just set up the whole like filling <laughs> <laughs> silently <laughs> ruined my whole college like financially. I was like, oh my god, So yeah that money got taken off of me uh wow but uh yeah i'd 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 go back to myself and i'd say hold on to that business uh because it ended up almost being the template for adult friend finder which sold for i think 100 million back in 2001 wow so yeah that was a slight Wow. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that was my, I was like, that's my website. Uh, but yeah, all those things, like buy the Bitcoin, hold on to your site, don't get talked out of it, uh, and yeah, buy a little bit into Google and Apple.
0: Hold it. on to that thought. That is, <laughs> that is some good advice.
1: Wow. Uh, so to build off of that, hopefully that's not your answer to this next question. Um, what <laughs> would, what do you want, um, what do you want your legacy to be?
2: Ooh, that's a heavy one, isn't it? Uh, my yeah, I, to... I tend to bring
1: the heavier questions than, than Nelson, so we're good. <laughs> we're good
2: balance. Yin and Yang, right there. Uh, <laughs> let's see, man. My legacy to be my um, my son being, living his, his to his fullest, to his true potential. Mm -hmm. And, and being happy with who he is a lot earlier than than I was Mm -hmm. because I've only really started to find my true happiness and find my true self. Um, that kind of being uh, a little bit coming from the States uh, and only really feeling that I became a man moving over to the UK. Um, that whole thing with the social economic situation, uh, the area I lived in Long Island, which was very, very divided. Uh, my family being a blended family. We had our our own uh, situations when we lived there. Um, but when I moved over to the UK, it was, it was like a, a breath of fresh air. Um, and uh, and I never, I guess that's one of the reasons why I never really brought my son back to the States. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a little bit of post-traumatic stress syndrome with that. Uh, and uh, I've only realized that when my new partner, she's mentioned it. She's like, oh, I'd love to pay for everybody to go back to New York. And I'm just like, no, no. You know what I mean? I really get quiet. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, no. But that's kind of all comes from you know, being held at gunpoint by police five times, you know, I mean, i ain't not doing nothing. I ain't do nothing. Mm. I'm, I'm, mm. Uh, I'm a university educated geek, basically. Um, so yeah, I just want him to be comfortable in his skin, comfortable with who he is and to, to live the, the person that he's supposed to be. Not like doctor, not pr- plastic surgeon, just be the Leo, the best Leo he can be.
1: Awesome. That's, it. That's beautiful.
0: John, you've li- you've lived and are living an interesting, exciting roller coaster of our life. Um, yes, you know, I'm I'm glad you've come on and giving us little bits and pieces. I feel like we need to do a part two to dive a little deeper into some yeah. of these, into some of anyway. these things.
2: <laughs> um, Anytime. Man. I, I I
0: would I would ask now that we wrap things up. There's just two more things. Is yeah. do you have a dad joke for us or a, a funny dad story?
2: Ooh. Funny dad story. Um, oh, let's see. Do you guys know who um, the Spice Girls are?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you guys, do you, guys, watch, like, you I guys, haven't met them in person yet. I have met them. Yeah. You know, I don't have your celebrity status, but I mean, I, I, I know who they were and the moms yeah, yeah, they yeah. are now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, you guys watch? I don't know. Formula One is that big in the states yet?
1: I, I watch it, but okay, cool. I'm familiar. So most
2: likely know. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell it was. But I did this guy's, st- uh, like, it was called a stag bee. It's like bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went and picked him up and everything else. And I uh, ended up picking them up and uh, do the whole Mr. T thing. Quit your jibber jabby fool. Get on the bus, blah, blah, blah. All that nonsense. <laughs> and throwing these guys on the bus, blah, blah. And I, I get on the bus as well. And this is an awkward situation now we're talking, guys. So imagine one of you <clears throat> throwing six guys onto a, 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 like a party bus. And then you have to sit with them to get to the next destination. What's the awkward situation here? We ain't friends, you know what I mean. <laughs> we're not even like you guys here, where well, we've been chatting for a little bit and we got something here. No, I just screamed at you, called you a fool, this, that, and the other, and now Mr. T is sitting on the bus watching these six guys, and we're going to the next destination. And I'm just like, Ugh. now these guys start chattering in the back, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh no, you know they're looking at my ring, they're like, you know, now they're picking me apart, and I'm thinking that, ah, you know, and then one of them goes. You know, you do you do you know who we are? And I was like, no, not really. And they're like, I was like, I just got booked by that guy's brother. And they're like, oh, okay. Do you watch like Formula One? And I was like, "Is that like NASCAR?" It <laughs> was <were> just like, <laughs> yeah, "It's gonna be a great day." And uh, it ended up being like The Hangover Man. I, it was a uh, Christian Horner's um, stag do. You know the guy who married uh, Jerry Harwell, the head of Red Bull. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was his it was his um, bachelor party, and uh, David Couthard was there, and it just ended up being a debauchery, man. It was like pretty much I was the Mike Tyson character, <laughs> <Just throwing laughs> bottles out of It was insanity, man. It was just like one point David was there on my lap, you know. It was just it was the best night ever, and uh, we got really really close, um, and I learned a lot about Formula One, man. It, it was it was such a great time. So I guess that's my semi dad thing. I guess dad joke. Uh, I got a quick one. Um, two dragons walk into a bar, and uh, one dragon looks at the other one and says, Do you smell smoke? <laughs> that was a dad joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice.
1: Uh, dude, that's awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for <laughs> that. And I now I can never go to another bachelor party if i ever get invited to one again because most of my friends are married with kids but i never think of man you guys are definitely not the same level of the last story i heard that john was on nobody's a (laughs) famous race
2: car driver here yeah exactly but it was different it was very different and then getting invited to the wedding i was just like when when everybody's drunk you know what i mean and a guy's like you gotta come to my wedding and i was just like your wife don't want me at your wedding because <laughs> I don't drink. But when, when I'm on a gig, I don't drink. I'm just looking at this guy. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, you know who she is. I'm like, no, I don't even know who you were like three hours ago. And he's like, oh, hold on, hold on, let me get a picture of her. And I'm like, Spice Girl. He's like, I was like the hot one. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh. And he's like, hold on. Yeah, she wants you there. I was like, all right, let me see. I was like, okay, Is she drunk too, and then uh, <laughs> <that was it. laughs> three weeks later, I was at the freaking wedding, bro. It was, just, oh, it was the weirdest yeah. situation, but uh, yeah, you you get random things when you're Mr. T. Yeah, That's...
0: we're, we're coming, we're coming to the UK. We gotta hang out. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We gotta get. Right there. get like a little uh get netflix or uh amazon or somebody to sponsor our uh our tour through the UK uh three Americans touring right. UK food for the mm-hmm. day and see uh and see how we do that would be awesome That's so that'd needed be, be all right john i got i got a question for you nope. you got a, i got a would
0: you rather question it's not that tough but you got to pick one is would you rather this or that and you got to give me a reason why you're picking one and then Sean will We'll give his two cents after. Um, I I didn't go too tough on you. Uh, Would you rather be born with an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck?
2: Ooh, I'm still a human.
0: You are a human, but but you got a trunk on your face. That's where the elephant trunk would be, by the way. Or you got Mm. a giraffe
2: neck going on. I think I have to go with the elephant trunk. Because oddly enough, my middle name is Ganesh. Yeah, it's just like the elephant god, dude. It's just like it's so weird. I don't even know why my mom named me that.
1: <laughs> wow, we keep peeling away and peeling away, and what we're learning exactly. today about John. Part, part two is going to be interesting.
0: Part two of this. So you you go with the elephant trunk based on the middle name. It's like a it's like a sign. Why did I pick this question? I don't know. I don't
2: know. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird all, one. But no, the elephant trunk's weird. handy, man. I could like grab things, eat peanuts. Yeah. Well, I'm allergic to peanuts, but I could like eat food. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's awesome. Just...
1: <laughs> your middle name is the the Hindu elephant god, and you're allergic to peanuts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, I just sit there like, imagine that, man. You got your your drink, you got your like you know your, the remote, and then you can still eat popcorn, man. You like the little nose is like doing its thing. You're just like, yeah, man. you know what? Okay. I'm sold.
1: I'm I like convinced. It. I
0: like it. All right. Sean, what are you picking? Would you rather be born with an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck?
1: I, I would say uh, elephant trunk because then it's like I've consistently got a super soaker no matter where I go. So if someone really ticks me off and I'm near a Ooh. fountain of water, just there you go. They can get immediate reaction. Yeah. Mask or not, oh, awesome. COVID or not, they'll find out. <laughs> Dang, Sean. That was, <laughs> damn, that was a badass answer. <laughs> Holy crap. I what's up, man. I mean, like, imagine someone, you just, someone just like, steals them, a like, purse. In
2: just,
1: oh, yeah, like someone steals a purse. Oh, hold on a second. I got him. <laughs> you know, exactly.
2: just imagine clotheslining people out the window while you're driving. <laughs> oh, my. What is happening? Where did this we. Awesome. Now this we're clotheslining awesome, people man. with our trunks. What? Just, that's a cloth. Definitely, off. man. Somebody riding past you on a bike too quick. Oh, yeah. swing, swing, swing. Yeah. I'm
1: not skipping this red light.
2: Boom. Boom. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Back.
1: That took off way faster than
0: I expected. <laughs> well, unlike you guys, I would go with the giraffe neck so I can finally be five foot five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know. It's got a height height thing like going that. so i can stop wearing heels and then <laughs> it'd be good so, so. Oh like prince <laughs> just, there we go <laughs> that's how we like to end you know we like to end things on a high note oh. um, Hell yeah. john dude this has been thank a you. lot of fun uh yeah no, i really got to thank you for the opportunity to to share some some pretty really interesting stories um, some vulnerable moments and and some good laughs. Um, if people want to find you for the Brownie Company or just reach out to you just to connect, what are two the two best places for them to do that?
2: Yeah, BrooklynBrownieCo.com, which is our website, or uh, BrooklynBrownieCo at at um, Instagram. Uh, we're everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same handle. Um, feel free to get in touch. Or you know, if you're a LinkedIner, one of those type of people, little business dude. Uh, just, you know, shout me out on there. I <laughs> know there's a lot of business people out there who have actually oddly gotten in touch with us that way. Um, it's weird, the business world, once again, you have to put on that weird facade mm-hmm. and we just keep disrupting and breaking it down with. I would never be an MD. I, I can't be, it's just mm-hmm. not my thing. This is the reason why I kind of take the piss out of the whole thing with the main dude. Even when people like trying to make me fill out forms, I'm just like, yeah, I'm the main dude. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna turn me into anything else. <laughs> yep. That's what I chose. What's a managing director? It's just a, it's just two words smashed together, you know, it makes no sense.
1: I like Love it. Him. I like it. I think you'd like a uh, guest we're going to have on later on uh, recording later on this month. But towards the end, he's a kind of a disruptor himself in, in tech sales and and in life sure. on LinkedIn and and calls people out and talks about mental health. And he's um, he does the same thing. He's like, you know, I'm going to be me. And if I feel like talking about something, I'm going to talk about it. And if you like it, great. If you don't, I don't care. Um, right. and, and yeah, dude, thank you um, so much. We will definitely have a part two with John. We will get you on with a round table of other gents and um, have, we'll do a happy hour. Well, as, I guess lunch for us, happy hour for you, um, yep. which I'm down for that at some point. But thank you again so much for coming on today. Um, no, not a problem. Appreciate you a lot.
2: Well, thanks for having me.
1: Everyone, please subscribe to uh, all of our different <laughs> social media run by Nelson and please follow John, uh, an amazing guy. He and his son are doing some great work over there across the pond. And when we get our show sponsored and are doing a tour throughout, the UK uh, called the three Americans and food. Uh, We'll let you guys
2: know about that at that time. Thank you again. And everyone have a great day. (laughs) Awesome, man.